Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. All right, take your Bible and turn to Hebrews chapter number 11. And I've got a few thoughts tonight, and so it's I certainly don't try to do a message per se, but I've just got a few thoughts, and so I'm going to share those thoughts, okay? And um, in Hebrews 11 and verse number 5, it begins to tell you about people uh, that moved in faith and great things that happened. It said, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And you know in the Old Testament, when you read about Enoch, he was translated into heaven and he did not die a natural death, but it was faith that took him to that place. And then, and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation, he had this testimony. Now listen to this. He had a testimony. Enoch had a testimony. And the testimony was that he pleased God. Everybody say, pleased God. God. Well, now, We need to be people, believers, men and women of faith that please the Lord with our life. Now, sometimes we can live life and we can be a Christian, a legitimate Christian, but we really don't please the Lord by how we live, how we conduct our life, and the testimony that we have in the community, in uh, you know our sphere of influence. But Enoch was not that way. Enoch pleased the Lord. And I'm going to tell you, if you've not been pleasing the Lord, you can start pleasing Him with your life. It's a decision that you make. I remember... Many years ago, I was up and down, up and down. You all know what I'm talking about, about your relationship with the Lord. Now, it wasn't that I wanted to be that way, but I guess I just didn't want to please the Lord enough to where I would follow Him and be obedient to His laws and His guidelines. And so consequently, up and down, in and out, very unstable in my relationship with the Lord. But then there came a time where God began to knock on my heart's door and ask me for more than that way. Because see, you know, year after year, you live that way. People are around you. They don't even know you're a Christian. You don't really um, have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You don't really have manifestation of God in your life, if you know what I'm talking about. But then when he began to knock on my heart's door, I had to make a decision. Was I going to serve the Lord with all of my heart and and please him? That doesn't mean that you live perfectly. You understand that, right? None of us live perfectly before the Lord. 
None of us do. We make mistakes. We stumble. But the more we walk with God and the longer we walk with God, hopefully that doesn't continue. Hopefully we get more mature. We learn more things. We become stronger in our faith. We begin, uh, we become stronger in the word. And so the word is greater in us than our flesh and uh, emotions and that kind of thing. And so we can change. If you're here tonight, and maybe you're where I was, that up and down Christian, up and down Christian. Or maybe you're not here and it's not so much up and down. You're just, you know, you're, you're just at a plateau and not much spiritually is going on. Well, that can change. That can change. And it can change tonight. But it takes faith to please the Lord and to go further with Him. Now listen to this. Verse number six, but without faith, it is impossible to please Him. You want to please the Lord, then you have to live by faith. And what is living by faith? What is that? It's a person who takes the Word of God and what it says, you believe it above your circumstances, about what people, above what people would say to you above what life is dictating to you, and your faith will please the Lord and it will change your situation. But it's going to take faith to change your situation. So as we pray and we seek the Lord, it takes us praying in faith to change our situation, our situation on the earth as it relates, you know, maybe in our nation, to our local church, to our families, whatever it is, it takes faith to please the Lord to change your situation and circumstance. And sometimes when you look at things for so long, you have the tendency to think it's never going to change. It's exactly what Satan desires for you to believe, that it can never change. But that is a lie and he is the father of lies and don't you believe it so some things do take longer than others I'll be the first to say that you know I would like to change everything like that wouldn't you but it doesn't work that way but our faith is at work taking the mountains down that stand before us but you uh, you uh, relent and you step back in your faith and you have nothing to move those mountains with Faith is a tool that God gives us, amen, to, to do the work of God and uh, receive what we need from Him. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that comes to God, now listen to this, must believe that He is. You've got to believe that God is God and He can do what nobody else can do. Now, this is the phrase I want us to look at tonight and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Those that consistently, without relenting, without giving up, you seek the Lord. God is a rewarder. Now, I, this is what I want to say to you tonight. God does not subtract. God adds. You know, you say, well, I, you know, in my life, you know, I went back and 
you know, it looked like God was subtracting. Well, in my life, in Eddie's life, it looked like at a time he was subtracting from us. But all he was doing, I guess it was like a pruning, I don't know, because it wasn't subtracting. And then he positioned us to do greater things for him. But if anybody was looking at our life, it looked like we weren't being blessed or rewarded. But I want you to see and understand, he is a rewarder. When people tell you God doesn't want to bless you, you know what you need to say? Now, you might I'm not telling you get up in their face and call them a liar. You know, you might want to, but resist that, okay? But I can tell you when I turn around, I'm saying I don't receive that and that's not the way it is for me. I'm blessed and God rewards me. And when you pray, God rewards you. What does He reward you with? He rewards you with the answers that you need when you diligently seek the Lord. What is a person? How does a person diligently seek the Lord? That means you're consistent in your relationship with the Lord. You're a person that's in the Word of God. You're a person who prays. You're a person who seeks to please the Lord. Now, this is the kind of person that God says, I am going to reward you. And when you pray about your nation, I'm going to reward you because you're seeking me. Because you're doing something that I want you to do. God wants us to to believe for our nation, not to say, well, this is it. We're going down the tubes. I've thought that many times, but God has another plan. He's not through with us and it's time for revival. It's time for a great harvest for many to come into the kingdom of God. And He doesn't want us to give up on our faith and stop seeking Him. He wants us to press in to know that when we pray in faith, He's going to reward the efforts of those prayers. And it's the same thing in your personal life. There there are goals, there's vision that you have for you, for your business, for your family, you know, in your personal lives. God is a rewarder if you diligently seek Him. And see, many times the enemy wants to tell, well, you read that Bible and you pray and, you know, you go to church and you don't see anything. Don't you start falling for that. Don't you start falling for that. Because it's only deception. Because you've not seen anything yet and what God can do. I want you to think about your own life, and I want you to think about where you are now and where you've come from. Now, I hope that through your diligently seeking the Lord, I hope that's where you've been. You've diligently sought the Lord, and and you can know where you've come from and the blessing and the rewards that God has given you. If not... Change it tonight. Don't go out of this place the same way you came in, and it's all about decisions. It's all about choices in your life. I believe this so strongly. There have been times in my own life where I have made decisions. I have made choices that have directed my life and took me on a course that was positive and that produced fruit and productivity in the kingdom and in my life and got 
brought God's blessing and favor. But there have been times that I have made choices that were unwise choices and that took me away from that road of blessing, reward, and success. But you know what? When I realize it, I'm getting back on the right road. I'm getting back on it. See, the enemy, if he can get you through saying you're never going to receive the reward and the blessing of God, don't pray. Don't seek God. There's no, if he can tell you that and you fall for it, it's good. But if the next thing is, well, now you know, look what you did here. And you failed and you got off on the wrong course. And so now God can't do anything with you. That is so untrue. All of us, all of us would be a mess, wouldn't we? If that was the case. Why? Because we all do those kinds of things. But with one choice, we can get back on track. Amen? So tonight, I want to leave you with the thought that God wants to reward us when we pray in faith. It takes faith to please the Lord. And then we pray in faith, pray principles aligned with the Word of God, and we are promised results. We're promised results. And we need to be bold in our praying. We're going to be bold here tonight. Of course, we've been bold for all these weeks that we've been seeking the Lord through prayer and coming together and uniting in our faith. But we're going to be bold tonight to ask God for some things. But I want you to be mindful that God wants to reward you in your personal life too. I'll just tell one quick story. It's a car story. Eddie usually tells the car story because he's the car man, okay? I'm not really a car person. I just like a good, dependable car. You understand what I'm saying? Good, dependable, looks nice, drives nice, you know, that kind of thing. Dependable. I like dependable. Okay, so I got a car because I thought, well, this is a good deal. I'm going to get this car. So I drove that car and I really, I really did, I would thank God for it. I'd just be driving down the road and I'd say, Lord, thank you for my car that you've given me. I'm, I'm thankful for this car. But in my heart the whole time, it really wasn't what I wanted and it wasn't me. You understand what I'm saying? It wasn't me. I just, I just knew it wasn't me. You understand? Eddie's a Corvette. I'm a Cadillac. Okay. <laughs> All right, and, and I know it sounds, you know, real fleshly, but I'm just telling you where we are and where we live many times, okay? And that's a natural situation, could equate to other things. But anyway, so I'm just, um, I'm just talking to the Lord. I really, really do appreciate my car. I really do. And, uh, and that was the one that I wasn't, you know, it wasn't my favorite. Okay. And then so, um, so Eddie comes and he says, have you seen this car? And I said, no, I've, I've not seen that car at all. Uh, and he said, let me show you a picture. So he pulled it up and I said, man, I really like that. I really like that car. And so he said, now, I don't know if you can do anything, the deal or, or whatever. It may not work out, you know, may not be a good, a good deal. You know, you don't want to make a deal if it's not good, you know, where you are at a disadvantage. I didn't want to do that. 
So I just told the Lord, I said, Lord, I said, you know that I have been very appreciative for what you've done for me. And so, and I said, I still am, but I said, I really do like that car. And, um, I don't know if you can make a way. I'm just going to, if, if there's no way to make that uh, be advantageous to, to us, I don't want to do it. But if you can make it work, I would really like that. I would really like it. But I'm going to trust you there. And so, okay, so we go to talk about the car, and I just stand back. I mean, I'm looking at colors and all that. I don't care about that deal. And I mean, that has to be Eddie that does that, okay? I'm just looking at colors and looking at the car. And um, so I, I determine, okay, you know, I, I really do like that, and I could get this color, and I'd be pleased with that because they had it had it there. I, I can I like that. And so Eddie told him, he said, okay, um, we'd like to do that if you can do it for this amount. If you can do it for that, then we'll take it. But if you can't, we're not going to. So you know how it is, John. You have to sharpen your pencil. You know what I'm saying? So so they, you know, kept working and working. I'm still looking around, and Eddie's up there doing whatever he does. And so the first time they came back, wasn't what we wanted. Uh, second time, it was getting closer. And then the third time, they said, yeah, we can do it, and it's going to be this, which was a little bit less than what we said. And so the reason I'm telling you that story is because God rewarded me with that. And you may say, well, that's, that's not the Lord. I tell you, it's the Lord. I know it's the Lord. Because number one, I, you know, Eddie, when we went in, he said, I don't, I don't know if they can do that deal. I said, well, if they can't, they can't, but let's go see. Let's just go see. And so we did. Because I'm not pushing for something if it's not right. You understand what I'm saying. But if it will work and it's right, I want that. So I'm telling you this to inspire you. It was something that really blessed me. And I just smiled. You know, I just smiled just talking to the Lord. It's like, Lord, you did that. You did that for me. And I'm so thankful for that, you know. We need to be thankful, people, but being thankful is so important. I'll go through my house lots of times. Now, we've been there going on 11 years now in this house that we're in, and we build it. And I go through that house, and I just say, Lord, I am so thankful for this house. I'm thankful for the peace that I experience here. I'm thankful that you've given me a great place to live. And see, if we, if we live in that place... The things that the Lord wants to do for us will only increase. You understand what I'm saying? When you do something for you, your child or someone and they're thankful and they appreciate, what does it It makes you want to do something else, right? But if somebody, oh yeah, yeah, okay. If they don't appreciate it, they don't express appreciation or anything, it's like, well, I may not do that again. You understand what I'm saying? Well, one day I, I said that to the Lord. He said, well, now you understand how I am. Now you understand how I am. Maybe, maybe you have picked up on the way that I am. My people are thankful. My people 
are appreciative for what I do for them, and there's going to be more reward and more blessing that's coming. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.